everybody. It's Rachel O of rachelobeauty.com and I am excited to introduce to you the very first Beauty Pro podcast. This is something that has been on my heart and mind for a while and with a very busy lifestyle, I just couldn't figure out how I could fit it into my schedule, but with the encouragement of many of my colleagues, friends and family, I decided to go ahead and go ahead and just put it out there, you know, just get it done. So I want to thank all of my colleagues and my Facebook friends, and I hope you guys will enjoy this first Beauty Pro podcast. Without further ado, let's go ahead and let's jump right in. Alright you guys, for those of you who do not know me, I'm known as Rachel O. Beauty. I am a beauty blogger, licensed esthetician, and most known as being a natural hair expert. I have been in the beauty industry for a little over 15 years. Got my start as a Ford model and makeup artist. And fast forward to motherhood, which came years later after I had been in the industry, I decided to become a stay at home mom and the internet was just perfect for me. It was perfect because it allowed me the opportunity to share uh, my passion for beauty products that I love on YouTube. And so that's where I started. That's where you can find me most often. I have several videos on YouTube. I up load their weekly as well as I've also created a local event and meetup community here in the Chicago area and I also do social media management for a few beauty brands so I'm a little behind the scenes as well and I really wanted to start this podcast so that I could share some of the things that I've learned as a digital and beauty influencer and um, I really get a lot of people asking me questions and I thought, you know, hey, this will be a perfect por format for me to come on and do some interviews, talk about social media best practices. And last but not least, talk about how you can faith it till you make it. All right, you guys, that is really the most important part of this podcast. I want to talk about my journey in the beauty industry and how you can like I, day by day, faith it, faith it until you make it. So I thought that it would be great to start this first episode by answering some of the most frequently asked questions that are in my inbox and sliding up in my DM. And we're just going to go ahead and get started here. Probably one of the most popular questions that I receive is how can I get started with becoming a beauty blogger or an influencer. And I want to say that I really, uh, I really think that being a beauty blogger is such a fun career opportunity. I mean, you guys get to see all the products that we get to test and try all the fun events that we get to go to. But beyond all of that, it really is a business and now a true career for many, many people, you can certainly turn your passion for beauty into a new career. And so I feel very blessed to have been done so. And I want to just share a little bit with how you can get started. First of all, you need to take the time to decide 
who you are and who you want to be online. And this should not be a question that should take you a long time to figure out. A lot of times, if you simply just take a closer look at the things that interest you in beauty, whether it's nails or hair or um, maybe you like organic beauty, maybe you like, you know, that real beat drag, drag queen beauty, whatever it is that you like, you can determine what you would like to talk about online and really start to put yourself out there and share your interests with others. I think that one of the most important things in becoming an influencer is knowing who you are and marketing yourself accordingly. And I think that's a really important point as well, because when you're online and you're sharing information, you're not just sharing just to share it. You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be sociable. You're going to start a conversation, but you really are marketing yourself. So you need to think of it um, as a profession and you need to most of all be professional. So obviously you're going to take some time into what is a name that is in, is in alignment with your business brand and your values and you want your name to be memorable. Uh, I always recommend and encourage people to stay away from anything that is known as uh, trendy. So for example, right now, you know, I really feel like slay, the word slay is the most overused word of 2016. <laughs> like I'm so tired of hearing people saying slay. And while I, you know, I get into it, yes, slay, all of that. I really don't think that slay is a word that's going to be around five to 10 years from now. So when you're thinking of your name, you definitely want to stay away from anything that's trendy and come up with something that you really see yourself being able to do and still be interested in five to 10 years from now. So really think about where you're headed long term. Come up with a name that is memorable, a name that is easily, easily pronounced and get started online and, you know, really think about the content that you want to put out there. That's one of the most important things that we do as digital influencers is we create content, whether you're taking photos or you're creating videos or you're creating uh, pictorials. Day by day, week by week, you are going to create content and put it out there on the internet. And what will eventually happen is you will become known as a digital influencer, someone that influences people to look at certain brands and recognize certain brands and purchase items. And your voice uh, should have a unique, recognizable niche to it. All right. So that's a little bit on how you can get started. And I know that in just what I've said, you may have more questions. So you can feel free to contact me via my website or internet and, and ask me more questions if you if you have some. But I want to get to the next questions that I have. But I hope that helps you. All right. So. Along with how do I get started, a lot of people ask, do I need expensive equipment? And the answer to that is no. Uh, eventually, as with any other business, you are going to want to invest and upgrade and stay current with technology and the other tools that are going to make your career easier. 
But for starters, I definitely feel that you can get started with an iPhone. If you have a inexpensive camera, maybe somewhere around the two or $300 mark, you can definitely get started with an inexpensive camera. I've known some people to record videos on their computers, iPads, where there is a will, there is a way. You know, everybody who's listening to this podcast has been to YouTube before and watched a video that has 20 million views and the person recorded the video in their bathroom. Now, I'm definitely not saying that all of your videos should be in the bathroom with the uh, with the shower curtain behind you. That's not what I'm suggesting. What I'm saying is get started somewhere. Make sure that your background is nice and clean. You don't have a lot of clutter in the background, but you definitely do not need to have very expensive equipment to get started. I can tell you guys that as I look around my own office, I am simply amazed by all the things that I've been able to acquire. And I feel really blessed because it truly took me a, a, a time a period of time to have things like professional lighting and a tripod and a pretty expensive camera and background. It took me somewhere between five to six years to get these things. And up until that point, I did a variety of things. I used a flip camera. I don't even think they make flip cameras anymore. I used my phone. I used a power shot camera. I used my computer at times. And if you go and visit my channel on YouTube, you will definitely see the improvements that I have made. But I really feel that if this is something that you're meant to do and God gave you a vision and a message to share with others, go ahead and get started little by little. Put your money to the side and then you can invest and get some of the more uh, expensive equipment. So to answer your question, expensive expensive equipment is not necessarily needed. You want to start small and then you can eventually upgrade and get the more expensive equipment. Now, next, my third question that I received is how often should I post? This is absolutely critical. I can tell you guys that I have been blogging for over seven years and that I've seen a lot of people within this time frame come and go. And the reason why I think this is such a, uh, a critical question is because you absolutely need to be consistent wherever you are, whatever you are. And I understand and I know personally that it can be discouraging to start a blog and you're really not getting the page views or to start an Instagram and you don't feel or you don't see people are following you back and, you know, you set a goal, you want to have a certain number of followers. That can definitely be discouraging. Even, you know, seven years later, I still I sometimes experience discouragement uh, when my numbers aren't where I would like them to be. But I can definitely tell you that if you are consistent over time, people will start to know who you are. They will start to follow you and they will start to watch the content that you put out. I always like to share a little bit of a personal story here 
in that in my business history, one of the most important uh, training grounds for me was I used to go inside people's homes and I would do home parties, very similar to Mary Kay, but a different company. And for so for some of you guys who are listening to me, y'all gonna be like, "Ooh, girl, I remember I bought some stuff from you. <laughs> um, so I would go into people's homes. I would take in product. This is when I was a part of the direct sales and network marketing industry. And I would do these little home parties. And before the parties, I would have to send out invitations in the mail, follow up with the hostess and the guests. And I always wanted to make sure that I had a certain amount of people in attendance. Well, you guys know that that didn't always happen. And I would be disappointed sometimes driving to someone's house, hoping that I had a room of at least 10 people and I get there and there's only two or three people. That would be very frustrating to me. But what I learned over and over and over again is that you really can't worry about the people who didn't make it. You just have to focus on the people that are there in the room. And this is so true with those that do follow you and subscribe to you and watch you online. Granted, yes, we always want more people to follow and to like and to subscribe. That's how we grow our businesses online. But really just continue to create content for those that are watching and and subscribing and liking. And little by little, more people will begin to hear about you. More people will potentially possibly become customers to whatever it is you're possibly selling. Just don't give up and be consistent and be consistent in whatever that schedule is. So if it's three times a week, if it's once a week, if it's Monday through Friday, whatever you have decided, be consistent. I'm not going to answer this question by telling you exactly how many times I think you should post because I really do think that it varies upon one's personal lifestyle and your commitment to your business. You might be someone who has a nine to five, so you're unable to post throughout the day. You might someone, you might be someone who has a similar lifestyle to mine in that mainly during the day I am at home, um, providing for my family, caring for my home, and I'm working my business at the same time. I obviously have a little bit more time to post and do things of that nature. Um, But not everyone has that lifestyle. I will say at the very least, I think everyone should, should post at least on a weekly basis, somewhere between three to five times a week. Now, if you are a, you know, full-time committed digital influencer, then you're going to most likely, you're going to post every day. Sometimes anywhere between, I would say three to seven times a day, some accounts even more than that. But it really does depend on where you are in your business, how much of a time commitment you can make and what your overall goals are. I hope that helps you. And again, if you have more questions, feel free to treat me. Feel free to tweet me, inbox me, or go to my website. I am at Rachel O Beauty everywhere. My last and final question that I'm going to answer for you guys is how do I make money online? And this is a very popular question that people ask because even With the amount of time that I have been online, especially when I'm talking to older people, 
they just really don't get it. They like, but how do you make money? How do you make money online blogging? What is that? Well, there are several ways that you can make money online. Being a digital influencer is a fairly new field. However, it is very popular and it is a field that is definitely growing and can be profitable. There are no doubts about that. I personally earn income from my online activity. And if you're listening to this podcast and you have an interest, you can make money as well. Some of the ways that you can make money online are you can work with sponsor. A sponsor is either a beauty brand or an individual who asks you to market and post information on their behalf. For example, let's just say CoverGirl contacts you and says, hey, we have this new campaign of lipsticks coming out and we're looking for beauty bloggers to create video content, to create pictorials and post them online to their followers to help bring awareness of our new lipstick campaign. In exchange for you posting and participating in this campaign, we're going to pay you a sum of $500. We're going to send you the product and you are going to be a part of our promotional efforts for this lipstick campaign. Yes, this absolutely does happen. I've had the pleasure to work with CoverGirl and don't get me wrong, you do have to put your time in. You do have to have followers. You do have to have the connections. You do have to have proving yourself as a digital influencer in order to even become eligible for these types of campaigns. But working with sponsors is probably the number one way that digital influencers get paid. How else can you get paid online? You can turn your digital uh, influence experience into a business by offering your services as a consultant. So a hair company is developing a new hair milk and they would like for you to come in and consult with them and tell them about what you think women with curly hair want in this hair milk. You go in, you meet with them, you tell them what you see women want online, you help provide them with your expertise and what the texture should be like, what the smell should be like. And they say, okay, we are going to pay you for consulting with us, sharing information with us. That's another way. I have had the pleasure of doing that as well. Last but not least, you have a lot of digital influencers like myself who now work behind the scenes with beauty brands and do social media management for cosmetic and beauty companies. Social media management is uh, basically where you work for a beauty company and you help them with their social media strategy. You post to their social media accounts on their behalf and you help to uh, create more brand visibility for them online and you help to style their Instagram You help to create conversation on Facebook about the product. There are a lot of digital influencers that now work behind the scenes in this capacity. Now, this is only three ways that I've mentioned that you can get paid online. There are plenty of other ways that I have not even mentioned. But yes, you can definitely turn this into a business and income producing opportunity you it will take you a while to get there because ultimately these types of opportunities come to individuals that have had the experience and have proven themselves as someone 
who influencers who influences uh, consumers to buy and someone who has had the experiences of building a large social media following. So I hope that today's frequently asked questions have been helpful to you all and that you will join me for the next Beauty Pro podcast. This podcast will take place every Thursday and it will sh- I will share with you guys a mixture of interviews with my social media friends. I'm going to share with you guys social media best practices and more importantly, I'm going to share with you all how you can faith it until you make it day by day in this beauty industry. If you don't get anything else from this podcast, know that faith is everything and because of faith, everything is possible. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next week with another episode of the Beauty Pro Podcast. This is Rachel O'Beauty signing off. <laughs>